and we are back. It's the Frady Cat Podcast. Yes, I'm Kelly McFarland. And I'm Carolyn Plummer. And we are going to talk all things that make you feel Frady. Scared of We you. were on a hiatus. We took a little break. Well, we both got busy. Yeah, and now we're back. And we're going to do another series of however many. Right. So, we're really excited to be back with you all and... Talking about all the things that are scary. What have you been up to? What did you do while we were on break, our very long break? I did a bunch of shows and I was traveling a lot and um, that's about it. I yeah. mean, I went to, I did the festival, the Women in Comedy Festival. Yeah, yeah. Um, just this past weekend and then that's it. I was yeah. just traveling and doing shows during the week. and yeah. Time got away from us. It got busy. Yeah, it got super busy. Same. I've just been doing a ton of shows and working a ton and writing. And been in the car a lot. <laughs> been in the car a lot. And yeah, so we're back. We're back and we're talking about all things scary and Frady and that's going to be fun. So yeah, let's we're get... actually on the road now. We're on the road fires. now. We are. We're in our hotel room in... The weirdest town ever, mm. and that's a that's not true. No, but there's, there's a lot of weird towns. But this just seems like an old town. It's a industry town, and yeah, every building is like abandoned with broken open windows, and, and some and, of them have been tagged with graffiti. Yes, <laughs> and that part's weird to me. When when a building is old, but the windows are like open and broken, it means that there's people coming in and out of there. That do not mean goodwill towards the building. No. So, yeah. So, we're in this town. We had a show tonight. It was pretty good. Pretty good show. Uh, we're tired, though. It took five hours to get here. We're mm. in upstate New York. And, and uh, yeah, we're just not who we used to be. I'm wicked <laughs> itchy because it's allergy season, so I just was scratching my leg, and Carolyn looked down at it like, that's really loud. It's like we have a dog in the room. It's itching. So if you heard that, I'm wicked itchy. Can you hear this? That's me scratching. I'm scratching. I'm very itchy. I wonder if I had cilantro today. Probably. Do you have hives? Maybe. I'm fun. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, uh, yeah, let's get to it. What do you got to talk about? It's your turn today. All right. So I chose. Tell me what we're going to scare each other with today. I chose the S.K. Pierce Haunted Victorian Mansion. Oh. From Gardner, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, Gardner, Massachusetts, if people don't know, it's known as Chair City. It's a big furniture bit. It is. It's known as Chair City. Welcome I didn't to Chair know, City. I didn't know what you said at first. Chair City. Chair, like you sit in a chair yeah. city. Furniture. Okay. So, um, this S.K. Pierce was Sylvester Pierce. He was a wealthy businessman who achieved his fortune as owner of the S.K. Pierce and Sons furniture company so okay. he also named the company after him so where's Gardner is that western Gardner mass? is western mass towards Keene New Hampshire area oh so like um there's also toy city remember we drove through there that's like yes. the town next to it where they made a lot of wooden toys toys <laughs> that's where the burger meister meister, meister burger, burger is from yes I think. so a yo yo a yo yo Claymation is so weird. It really is. It's weird. 
Is it, or is it... That's stop motion. I was going to say, it's not claymation, it's stop motion. Claymation is uh, Gumby. Gumby. So, this is stop motion. It's the same idea of animation, I think. But one's made out of clay and one's a puppet without string. Yeah. You know, and those Rudolph ones are great. They're they're great. The one that screws me up is the baby New Year one. It's just too much. Going it's on. confusing. Sir it's, Lancelot is there. There's um a caveman. There's Ben Franklin. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. It's an acid trip, is what it, it is. It really is, and I, it, you know what it is? It's like when an improv scene goes off the rails. That's, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like watching. It's like watching bad improv where you're like, I don't really know what's happening anymore. They were astronauts. Now they're on a submarine. Like Ben Franklin is here. The Easter Bunny's in that one too. The Easter Bunny's in that one. He has really big ears and he wears a hat. Because he's embarrassed about his ears. There's something about the... What does that mean? Like what's the... Right. What's the underlying thing? And then Rudolph is there just because, you know, why not? It's a lot. Yeah. Oh, and a weird, isn't there like a uh, vulture, flying yeah. vulture? Yeah, he's the nemesis. Yeah. That one, we never really watched that one. It's a weird one. We watched the little drummer boy because my dad was a minister. So sure. The religious one. Yeah. Whatevs. But and, even that one. Well, remember Davy and Goliath? Yes. Baby. Yeah, that was stop motion too, right? Yeah, I think that was the same people. Oh. You know what else is trippy? HR puffing stuff. Oh, don't even get me started on that. He had a flute and the flute could talk. You know that their puppets started as burlesque puppets. Oh. Yeah. That actually makes me like it more. And then they started doing HR puffing stuff and all those. Yeah, things. that that's a weird one Witchy too. Witchy Pooh and that weird looking kid. Is that the Croft? Mar- Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, Sid yeah. and Marty Croft. So that's... they had like a burlesque show with puppets and yeah. then they became this... Lidsville, they were all these weird 60s. Yeah, very trippy. strange. Clearly, they took acid. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not yeah, judging. Yeah, do you? I mean, eat your mushrooms and then make shows for children. It's, it's totally fine. Psychedelic posters promoting whatever you want. And then remember Mayor McCheese? Yes. McDonald's got sued because he looked too much he, like HR Puffin stuff. And he did. He totally did. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of those too. And I don't feel like you see Ronald McDonald a lot anymore. Like, he's probably retired. (laughs) Right? Like, sitting on a beach somewhere. Yeah, he's gray. He's gray. He's probably not wearing his jumpsuit anymore. No, it's shorts now. Or, like, golf. It's a golf outfit. Yeah. Yeah, because he's retired. Anyway, tell us about Gardner, Massachusetts. (laughs) Okay, so Gardner, Massachusetts is known as Chair City, it's a big furniture area of western mass so western mass is it past worcester you gotta go all the way past worcester no it's not that area at all it's like route two out to oh the interesting Keen, new hampshire got it new hampshire massachusetts border that past area. like concord mass that type of thing. yes yeah. that area okay um so in the late 1880s he decided he'd build a mansion um that would befit somebody as rich as he was okay um the nearly 7,000 square foot mansion boasted 10 bedrooms and took 100 men a year and a half to build. Hand-carved moldings and cornices are seen throughout the home. Painstaking detail was used to create every inch of this masterpiece, from the master bedroom to the servants' quarters. The guest list was one for the ages, as the home is said to have hosted the likes of former President Calvin Coolidge, Minnesota Fats, 
Betty Davis, P.T. Huh. Barnum, and Norman Rockwell, while also serving as the well-known meeting place for the Freemason Society. Oh, interesting. So you've got the Freemasons involved, which is always mysterious. Was he a Mason? Was he a Freemason? He must have been, but I don't know that yet. Okay. <laughs> His wife Susan and their son had big dreams when moving into this one-of-a-kind mansion, but their dreams fell apart when Miss Susan Pierce mysteriously succumbed to a bacterial illness just weeks after moving in. Mm. And that is in another article here where she, they don't really say what she had. Okay. Which is a little weird, but they just say it was a bacterial infection. I mean, she could have had the vapors back then. Isn't that, wasn't that I a mean, thing? she could have had some sort of STD yeah. because that's all it says though. Some sort right. of bacterial, could have had tuberculosis. The TB. I mean, we don't know exactly, but bacterial no. illness is what all the articles that I have say. Okay. Um, and then only after a year of mourning, he married Ellen Pierce, a woman 30 years his junior. And how old was he at this point? I don't know. Oh, okay. It just says she was 30 years younger than him. And he had two more children. Okay. And he passed away in 1888, leaving behind his new wife and their three sons. When Ellen Pierce passed away years later, the three sons bickered constantly over ownership of the mansion and the chair business. Oh, wow, okay. Which usually happens with people that have money. The Great Depression ended up stifling the business, and eventually SK's youngest son, Edward, took control of the mansion. The mansion underwent hard times as the family fortune dwindled. Edward turned the mansion into a boarding home where some unsavory activities such as drinking, gambling, and prostitution became the norm. There were even tales of murder. It's said that a prostitute was strangled in the infamous red bedroom on the second floor, while another boarder, a Finnish immigrant named Eno Sari, burned to death in the master bedroom in 1963. Some police believe that this was a spontaneous combustion as there was little damage to the surrounding room. What do you think about spontaneous combustion? I think it happens. You do? You think I our do. bodies just explode? I think that... There's gases that build up and some bodies don't process them properly because I've read stories in the Reader's <laughs> Digest, Strange Stories, Amazing Facts book Sure. that I also read about the Oak Island Mystery, which is one yeah. of my favorite shows on the History Channel, the Oak Island Mystery of the Treasure. Yes. Um, and spontaneous combustion was one of the things in there. And they explain scientifically how it happens, Yeah. which makes a whole lot of sense. And they've documented cases where they... Come to a house, there's nothing burned around it. Right. And there's just a leg. Like, everything in the body burned, and there's just a leg left. Yeah, that's weird. And it's it takes a lot to burn a body, as you know, because you've watched a lot of these. I was like, why would I know that? Because you watch yes, the I watched a lot. channel yes, and all that stuff. Like, people don't understand It's that. not as easy as you think. Yeah, like, just... just setting a body on fire it's not going to burn it needs right. a high high temperature and it takes a while and it takes a while so that's the other thing that's weird about spontaneous combustion because it literally like is like a poof yeah and it burns really hot and then there's either nothing left of the body or like just the eyeglasses that someone is wearing and that's a weird thing that is a weird thing to kind of walk in and just see it freaks me out to be honest yeah it's freaking i mean you're if it happens to you knock on wood you're not going to know that it happened to you. I think it probably happens fast. Oh, it would have to. Yeah. Because think about, like, if you basically explode and burn from the inside out, 
it happens super quick and that's that. Yeah, and there's no warning, I don't No, think. I wouldn't think you'd be like, I didn't I went to work that day and I felt a little flushed. I felt but hot, like I, I was having I had, a hot flush. I thought I had indigestion. <laughs> like a fire in my belly. And then it really was. So the way because there was so little damage surrounding it the room. Yeah. Um, they think this guy spontaneously combusted. He may have just burned and like because there's also been people yeah. that go to bed with a cigarette and just the bed burns. Yeah. And it burns itself out. So I don't know. Another story is that a young boy was drowned in the basement. And this will all come into play later when I tell you about the ghost sightings. You get to the ghosts. Well. <laughs> I want the ghosts. Well, I want. I'm just kidding. I so over the subsequent happen. years, guests in the mansion have suggested that it's rich with paranormal activity. The ghosts of S.K. Pierce, Susan Pierce, Edward Pierce, as well as a nanny named Maddie Cornwell, a gentleman named David, who some believe to have been the Red Room Strangler, the prostitute who was murdered in the Red Room, a young boy, a younger girl that who was perhaps the granddaughter of Pierce, the guy that spontaneously combusted Eno, and some unnamed dark entities in the basement have been described as some of the mansion's many ghost residents. So this is a lot. Yeah, that's ghosts. a lot of spirits and entities and, and guests such. have experienced everything from voices chanting full body apparitions moving furniture screens flying off the windows slamming doors the sounds of footsteps on the stairs and halls sudden temperature changing foul odor shadow people ominous lion's roar which can shake the house which many believe is the former mr pierce imposing his displeasure with the current state of the home and its residents others have felt the pressure of hands actually pushing them one visitor felt the presence was attempting to push her down the steps while another was almost forced out of the third floor men- window. Paranormal experts have said that the entities in this mansion are the most advanced they have ever seen as they are capable of harnessing electrical energy and converting that power into the ability to move large objects and impose their will physically on the current surroundings. Mm. So they're fucking intense. Yeah, they're pretty mad actually. And previous homeowners have taken great strides in uncovering the secrets of this home. Well-known paranormal groups such as those from the TV shows Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventure, and My Ghost Story have visited the home to learn about these possible hauntings. The stories of this home have also been captured in books such as Haunted Massachusetts and Bones in the Basement Surviving the S.K. Pierce Haunted Victorian, a book written by Joni Mahan chronicling the previous owner's experience in the mansion. The house has been cited as one of the number two most haunted houses in Massachusetts and the ninth most haunted house in the USA. Wow. So, and two, this is the part where we've discussed this before. Yeah. So, in 2015, the Dark Carnival acquired this property with the intent on fully revitalizing this home and restoring it to its, you know, glory. Yeah. yeah. Once the renovations are complete, the Dark Carnival will open the mansion to the public for overnight rentals. Yeah, I don't want to do that. For the brave souls who wish to experience the mansion during its darkest hours and for historical ghost tours where guests can learn about both the positive and negative history of this home. During the Halloween season, they plan to open the basement only of the mansion, weekends only in October, for what will truly be one of the S.K. Pierce-themed Halloween attraction, as this will be the only haunt in the country that combines the haunt industry and the paranormal industry. 
As guests travel through the bowels of the mansion, they will encounter 30 to 35 of our trained actors, high-end illusionists, and animations, and may even get a glimpse of the truly paranormal. Wait, when is this supposed to open? This is an older article. It this Can is, you cite the uh, website, too, that you're pulling yeah, this Yeah, this is from um, 2019, but I have more on when they bought the house in 2016. Because it was for sale forever, because it cut was kind of in disrepair. Well, yeah, and also I just don't feel like anybody would want to buy that house. Uh, these people did. They're from New Jersey. Um, so it's current. What's the website? This is current. This is from statcounter.com. But it's from the website www.skhauntedvictorianmansion. skhauntedvictorianmansion.com. Oh, which is all about the SK. And it, it's part of the um, the people that bought it. So the people that bought it... I have an article here. Guys, we don't really overly prep for these stories in case you hadn't told Well, we try we just, to. We, I mean, we don't. So this is from 2019, and it said, Join the Spooky Crew on Saturday, October 22nd. In Gardner, Massachusetts. And the tickets were $125 each. And they provided a pizza dinner with snacks and beverages and an hour, and hours of guided paranormal investigation. Um, and this was, the event was happening in 2016. So they've already started doing these. Yeah, I don't want to do that. See, I think that sounds great. I mean, I guess so. However, where they lost me was the actors and... So how do you know what's real and what's not? Right. I guess that just adds to the intensity, like any other performance, but I don't know. Yeah. So I'm trying to find the guy that bought it. He was from New Jersey. It's all right. So. And he wants to make it this spooky attraction. And like this, this testimonial, this woman who visited in 2016, I love this house, but it scared the bloody death out of my daughter. We were there in October. So they went to the thing. Yeah. And this guy went, this girl went right after Ghost Adventures was there. Mm. So, but they bought, it's, it was also on most terrifying places in America. But these people oh. bought this mansion. Oh, here it is. In 2015, it was bought by Robert Conti of Manala, Manala Pond, New Jersey. And he has big plans for the supposedly haunted Victorian mansion. He's a periodontist who also runs a traveling haunted circus. What? That's what this was. He's a periodontist, though, who has a haunted circus? Yep. Isn't that teeth? A traveling haunted circus. And periodontist is teeth, right? Like gums and... But he said, I didn't really come into this believing in ghosts, but the minute I walked in the house, I was overwhelmed and had to excuse myself and get a piece of candy because I thought I was going to pass out. I had to get a piece of candy. But maybe that was me psyching myself out. And then there, I have a list of the ghosts. You've um, already read the list of the ghosts. No, but I have more on the ghosts. Than oh. What do. All right. So. All right. Hang on. So its current state is it is it in its current state where it's all restored or it's still the way it was back in its heyday at this current time? Like what's it look like now? Same. 
I think I'm this is the article that tells about his dark thing, his his dark thing. His dark circus, which oh. is the traveling yeah. haunted circus. That's weird. And it, people they they have a website. I researched this so long ago. So I don't know if he's completely restored it yet, but he bought it with the intention of making it this destination place for people to go see a haunted house. Uh, so, and he's already had three different paranormal shows come in. Oh, that's cool. And All document right. it, like I said before. Yeah. Um, and, and no one's living in it right now. No, because he didn't buy it with the intention of living in Like, it. he didn't want to live in the crazy haunted no, house. But I don't know if he's fully restored. He wants to yet. monetize the crazy yes. haunted. Because that's what he did with the haunting, haunted circus. Got it. So, um, just a little bit more about the ghosts. Um, the, the nanny, Maddie Cornwall, is set in the guy S.K. Pierce, are two people that haunt the house. And then it was turned into a brothel and the murdered prostitute was added to the ghostly roster. <laughs> and the young boy believed to drown somewhere on the premises appears in mirrors and has been heard throughout the house. And another interesting note, a border, the guy that spontaneous combusted is also one of the ghosts. Hmm. But it's in everything. Like, the, like it's a really weird-looking Victorian house. It is kind of weird. We'll put it on our Instagram it looks dark and scary. Yeah, and yeah. I think we've talked about this before with tragedy. Um, you know, like they lost their money. They fought over money. Right. It's kind of like the Lemp Mansion when we talked about the people that made mm-hmm. the beer. And all of that begets this bad, whatever you want to call it, energy, juju yeah. energy. And then all those murders that happened. And now this guy wants to bank you know, bank on that and make money off it. And I don't know if ghosts have, you know, ethical feelings. Scruples. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where you kind of go, is that okay to do? Or can you just let these people rest in peace? Yeah, it, it makes me wonder, too, that it seems like the house itself is very violent. So I wonder if that energy just is in every crevice of it and it's not gonna they're not gonna get rid of it unless they get rid of the house yeah and with a house like that we don't want houses like that torn down or no it's a level you could see that it and back in the day that it was a showpiece yeah and then it's very beautiful you know with the masons and it, it became a place where people met and then to have it turned into a brothel which is edward's doing his son to have it turn into like a boarding house slash brothel yeah and the prostitute that was murdered is one of the people that haunts it and the guy who killed her. Yeah. Is rumored. So it's like, <laughs> is that just happening over and over and over? Yeah. Is that just a restless spirit? Like, it sounds super haunted and I, I want to go there. Okay, have fun. <laughs> I mean, I think I would go there during the day. I mean, to do a tour, I think it would be interesting. Maybe. Maybe it would be interesting. You've got a one in eight chance of getting a paranormal experience. I mean, for real. If there's, there's that so many, many ghosts in there. Ghosts there. Uh, that's an interesting one. And it's not far. I think I just had a gig in Gardner, Mass. Yeah, over Gardner's winter. not yeah. far. It's out Route 2. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, maybe an hour. Yeah, that's not far. 
It's like that weird corner of New Hampshire. You yeah. can get there more than one way. Yes. You can go like towards Nashua that way. Yes. To get there and then go that direction. But it's like right on the corner of New Hampshire slash Massachusetts. Keen area. Yes. Peterborough, New Hampshire. Yes. Um, all right. Plus it's Chair City. That's an interesting... It's Chair City, man. What I mean, does that even mean? They did a ton of furniture in that. Like there's another town... That they made toys and it was all wood stuff because there's yeah. a lot of woods down there, so it was like furniture making was huge in that area. And then there's another place they call it Toy Town, yeah, or something like that. And they made toys there, and they're like, they have that rocking horse. Yes, you know what I'm yes, talking about. Yes, I know. And exactly that's like the next about. town over from Gardner. Uh, Just a very working class area. The town that we're in tonight, we're in Johnson City, uh, New York. We were at the, it's a, the, where the theater is, it's a uh, old firehouse where they ha- used to have the fire trucks were pulled by horses. And the guy, Joe, who was lovely, by the way, at Firehouse, yeah. uh, he was telling us that they do have one ghost and it's because there was a fire in the stable and one of the horses died. So it's haunted by a ghost horse. <laughs> a horse ghost. A horse ghost, which I was like, that is so lovely and charming. But then Carolyn was on stage <laughs> and I went to use the bathroom in that area. And uh-huh. I was like, I wonder if there's a horse ghost watching me go to the bathroom. And then like, what if it kicks us in the face is what right. Carolyn was saying. Yeah, yeah. Like what if it's angry? What if it's an angry the... ghost horse? And I didn't shut the door all the way. Or maybe oh. it was the horse ghost opening the door in the bathroom. Why didn't you shut the door all the way? I thought I did, but maybe it was the horse I ghost. I don't know. He wanted to catch a pig. Peekaboo. <laughs> I, um, I have a feeling I didn't shut the door. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what, that's what happened. And then it was too far away to pull it shut while I was peeing, so. Yes, yeah, so you just left it. You let it happen. You yeah, like, like, wow. if anybody walks in, no, I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm in the green room. Privacy, please. I had to go. Yes. I drank a lot of water. <sighs> I have not had enough water. Like, I can tell that I'm dehydrated. It's hard to drink a lot of water when you're in the car. Uh, agreed. Because there were not a lot of places to stop on no. that last part. No, this is a long one. It was, yeah, five hours here and five hours back tomorrow. I'll say this about the Mass Pike. Thank you for your rest stops. Yes. Mass Pike. I yeah. appreciate them. Not I-90. Massachusetts term. I don't know what route we were on, but there were not a lot of places to stop. No. So we didn't. Nope, we didn't. We were on 80... Something. Something. Six. So the other night, (laughs) I wanted to tell you, I went to one of the... It's in the top 10 most haunted places in Boston. I went to see Kinky Boots at the Cutler Majestic. Did you love Kinky Boots? I did. I loved it. I love that show. I think the show... I, I loved it. I loved it. Suddenly I'm Mel B. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I didn't like it. I loved it. I didn't it. just like it. I loved it. Uh, it's a great show. It's a great show. Great the show. Great, great message. Yeah. And I'm not a big musical person, but I really liked that one. It's It was really, really fun. Well, Harvey Firestein wrote the screenplay. Or and the, Cindy Lauper. Did the music. Did the music. So it was... Not yeah, a screenplay. It's the that theater. I've never been in that theater before. Oh, I like that. We theater. talk about theaters a lot on this podcast, as you know. I have been to the Opera House many, many times, and the Schubert and the Wang, <laughs> and 
just named it for this, Wang. <laughs> Wang. But this one at Emerson, I've never been in before. It is, uh, you know, you very much in its still, it's still grand. It's still in its same, it looks the same. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. It's very, very haunted. And, uh, I didn't have any experiences at all. Well, I think you can go to a haunted place and not have any experiences. I know. I'm just saying. You're also reluctant to have an experience, aren't you? I mean, slightly. That's why I stay in micro hotels and Hampton Inns. (laughs) 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 Um, It was built in the early 1900s, though, which was really cool. I love that. I love seeing buildings like that. And they're so tucked away. That's the thing I love the most. Did it have, like, Greek... um, inspired decorations or murals or anything you know or I, cherubs you know how they do cherubs there was a lot, a lot of detail and i don't remember if they were cherubs or not because sometimes they have those really mm-hmm. painted ornate gold leaf areas it's so beautiful and it everything's gold everything's very gold detailed i don't know what it is about it it's that that whole thought of like these Buildings don't look like they have anything going on inside. Mm-mm. And then this is hidden behind the brick, right? Behind the brick, there's this beautiful... The opera house is like that for me. When you walk through the front doors of the opera house, you would never imagine that that's what's back there. And it's the same way with this one. It's really, well, like really going cool. to the theater was such a big deal, and it was a grand yes. theater and a grand experience. And right. Like, now they build... You know, people go to the movies and it's everything looks the same. Well, think about it. We go to the movies now. You sit in a recliner mm-hmm. and you can order wings. Or lettuce wraps. Or lettuce wraps. Or you can, you can get sushi. Gross. I don't know why you would. I don't know who's ordering the sushi. <laughs> we have that at our... Who's trying to eat sushi in the dark? Not to mention, do you think, honestly, really, you think that that's fresh? Yeah, exactly. You think that sushi is going to be fresh. You might as well just go get sushi, put it in your bag. Get gas store station get, sushi yeah. if you're I gonna mean, eat. you're going to get sushi at the movie theater? Really? You think there's an actual... Popcorn or candy? Do you think there's a, a, like a, a chef back there preparing the sushi? Yeah, there's a kid no. named Dennis who's 17 that I doesn't mean, care. When it floats, it's done, lady. Yes. Um, you, know what's in- <laughs> you know what's interesting about this, the Cutler Majestic Theater, is that one of the most prominent... Uh, ghosts there is said to be the ghost of the former mayor of Boston. So this is like not one Menino of, though. No, not Menino. No, <laughs> I love Menino. That would be great. So, <laughs> so this is one of those bo- typical Boston type of things, right? Because we're so rich with history in Boston, and it, it's hard to sometimes decide like what's real and what's fiction, mm. right? So this one is, uh, it's a ghost of a former mayor of Boston who actually passed away in the theater right in the middle of a performance. However, no one has been able to find a record that indicates this, um, that there's any truth at all. Like, no one can find a record of this happening, and no one is even sure who the mayor is. To probably so it's like one of those stories, Yeah, right? it's one of those Boston yeah. stories. So, but uh, then there's other things like that. We should do this on a podcast. Because if you do the ghost tour in downtown Boston, they talk yes. about that rich guy. Yes. Who was a murderer. Yes. So yeah. we should do that. I would one. love to do that, actually. I can't remember his name. Um, they say there's a married couple, too, that likes to watch performances. They're like a married ghost 
spirit couple. I bet they do. I mean, hey Uh are watching her performance. <laughs> I always feel like that's the typical one, though. They're said to be seated in the balcony in their old garb. <laughs> They're um, still doing their job from the catwalk. Kinky Boots was so good, though. Yeah, it's so it's good. It's got a nice message, too. I'm, like, obsessed with drag now. <laughs> I've always loved drag, and I've always loved to watch drag queens perform, but now I'm just, like, I'm a little into RuPaul's Drag Race, and I can't stop watching. And I, it's funny, I, uh, at this theater I perform at, there's a, the lead producer's, he's really young, his name is Josh, and he follows all of these queens, and he knows everything about them, and he knows all the trivia, and we were talking the other day, and we figured out, I have been going to drag shows longer than he's been alive. Oh, that's fun. And, like, able, <laughs> yeah, like, think about that. So, I'm like, yes, you know all of the information, and I went to drag shows before you were even born, so. Well, to your point, my sister's friend, Steve, was in Kinky Boots on mm. Broadway in New York. That's right. And Steve is married, and he is a big Sox fan, and he's from New Hampshire originally, and he had never worn heels in his life. Yeah. But part of that play. Yeah, they is all wear them. They all wear them. See, he had to learn how to dance in those boots. Yeah, they're high. And the too. boots are like size 12 or 13 or mm-hmm. whatever it is because yeah. he's kind of a big guy. So Steve had to learn to wear those boots. And he was like, I don't know how women wear these shoes because he was like, these are not yeah. comfortable. Um, yeah, it was a really, I would re- highly recommend it to anyone who's got a great message for a show. Too. Yeah, the message is really good and... And the music's good. And even if you don't like musicals... Yeah. You'll like this show because it's, it's based on a movie from the 80s. So it's not like one of those, you know, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers right. or Carousel or one of those really old school... Yeah. Musicals, which have their place, but they're a little dated and a little hokey. This right. one's good. It also, um, I it was also interesting to me because we were sitting up in the balcony and uh, a couple, an older couple, got up and left. Oh, yeah. As soon as the queens came out uh, during that first number where they, Simon is the male name, um, they, he she has, do their yeah, thing. she has her first big number and they pretty much say, you know, we're men. They, this couple got up and left. That happened to Jersey Boys when I saw Jersey Boys. Oh, really? Yeah, because they tell you that they there's language. Right, right. And, um, you know, they're not holding back, and this is the play. And a couple got up after they said, you know, dropped yeah. a couple fucks, and they were like, oh, oh. I'm like, did you not read the lobby sign? Yeah. Did you not read the program i mean they they stated it everywhere and i'm like these guys would right. not not swear i just I they're don't not know. gonna say frig and right it wouldn't be make any sense i think i'm just i don't understand how you can go to a show like that and not know even the basic premise of the show it says it's called kinky boots like you can't see what is this kinky what is this kinky boots? Why are these boots so kinky? I don't know. Are they made of chains? <laughs> it's so silly to me. But the show is really good. Kudos to the cast that's in Boston right now. Um, yeah, so we're easing in. We're easing back in. This isn't 
uh, our longest episode. However, we're going to try to have more episodes coming back more frequently. And also, we're going to try to not do these when we're tired and on the road, too. I think we're both tired tonight. I'm all raspy. Yeah. Yeah. Gravelly. So, yeah. Um... We'll have more to come. And don't forget to check out our Instagram. Follow us on Facebook where we post our new episodes every week. And, of course, we're on our starting every week. And we're on SoundCloud. So check us out there as well. And we, we decided to do this in the car. What? If you like our podcast, rate us. Oh, yeah. You Give can us rate us. Rating. Yeah. So we can uh, move up in the ranks of the podcast world. Yeah. I got Carolyn to listen to the Ballad of Billy Balls. And it's so good. We're binging it in the car. I've already listened to it. So I've she got her hooked. She won't tell me how it ends. So well, it's not, we're not going to get an ending. It's still going. Um, you know what I just listened to? What? Um, oh, man. Now, Heaven's Gate. Oh, that's the weird people it's, that all wore the same Nikes. They wore all the same Nikes. Yeah, that's a great podcast. Nike. If you're looking for something new to binge, that's the one. It's so good. It's interesting to me. They were all going to go to heaven. They were all going to go to heaven. They were being picked up by a spaceship. Yeah, because that's how most people get to heaven. You know what's interesting, though? In a spaceship. How do we know that their souls didn't get picked up by a spaceship? We don't. We don't. We know their nuts went somewhere. Isn't that terrifying? How do we not know that that didn't happen? We don't, because we're not not worthy. So a little shout-out. We're giving some shout-outs here. Heaven's Gate, Ballad of Billy Balls.